Hi everyone, welcome to Unplug with Annie. I'm continuing the series of purpose and today I've got John Templeton on the show. John is a high performance mindset coach and international speaker. He has an extreme passion for helping others reach higher levels of success and finding fulfillment. He is a Guinness World Record holder, a national bodybuilding champion, ex-special forces as well as a celebrity trainer. He has fine-tuned the mindsets of Olympic athletes and professionals in sports teams, CEOs, military and service personnel, as well as thousands and thousands of people through his incredible programs, which we'll be talking more about on the show. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Hey, John, welcome to Unplug with Annie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to hearing a little bit about your journey. And um, if, if you could start with that, like when did, I know you're coaching right now and um, physical transformations is something that you also uh, specialize in, but also it, it, it's kind of mind and body connection too, right? Yeah, I mean, I started... So I was in the military for seven years and at the end of my career in the military, I was physical training the special forces. And so naturally I went into the physical training realm. It was all about the body. I was, I bodybuilt, I was bodybuilder for a number of years and, you know, won New Zealand nationals. And then I went into CrossFit for a number of years and uh, competed very highly at CrossFit. And then I realized that it was the mind that was letting the body down. And that's when I dove into learning about the mind um, and now working with the mind. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of bodybuilding, because obviously it's, it's super competitive. I know some people who also decided to take that route and then, you know, have gone on and, and, and changed and taken a different direction. But there's so many lessons I know which comes out of doing that as a competitive sport, essentially, just the kind of mindset you have to have. Um, what was that experience like for you? And, and what was the biggest lesson which came from that for you? From bodybuilding? Yeah. I mean... You need to be disciplined, but I already was disciplined. So that was fine. That wasn't really a lesson for me. Uh, I was always, anything I did, I put all my effort into. So when I started bodybuilding, I was definitely planning to win. Um, the actual lesson, I guess, that came out of bodybuilding was that I had a lot of fun when I trained and to have, and I lived, I lived actually, this is, I lived in a house. We had a big house. There were five of us living together, uh, all men. and majority of men in the house, I think the four out of the five were into bodybuilding and lifting weights and having that culture every day, like out doing each other in the gym with our nutrition, it just bred success. So having, having fun, having the right environment, that was one time in my life where I realized, I realized when I was out of it, how beneficial it was having those other men there to sort of push and bounce off each other. Mm -hmm. uh, what what is it like being a world record holder because that's a pretty big title to to yeah to have yeah honestly i don't know it's kind of like any title i think once you get it you ask what's next for anybody who's really driven by achievement it's funny you, you you're driven by that goal so much and then when you get it it's you, your level of self-belief definitely goes up a level you're like okay well now i'm a you know i've got a world record what else can I achieve? But as far as the actual enjoyment of that title, it's, it's pretty minimal, really. <laughs> it's, it's like, 
it lasts about a week and then you know on to the next adventure yeah 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 what you i mean you mentioned something interesting about you know you, you you reach a goal and then you're always aspiring to do more and there's never kind of like that level of satisfaction do you feel like do you feel very restless in, in terms of that is there always being quite driven and being very um ambitious um how are you able to kind of find that balance or are you always searching for the next thing definitely always on a mission definitely always moving towards something that doesn't mean i'm not appreciative that doesn't mean i'm not grateful i just have a direction uh and it's it's what simon sinek if you know simon sinek calls the infinite game it is something that i will probably never see the end of in my lifetime it is a it what really drives me is helping humanity and that might sound crazy but i know that if i can as a mindset coach and a life coach i know if i can create a shift in one person or if i've got a group and i can create a shift in the group if I can help someone live a better quality life, the, the end game is that ripple effect spreads and we have a better quality of existence as a species. And so that's actually what drives me. And that's all happened since the Guinness World Record. The Guinness World Record, I realized that when you make it about yourself, it's not fulfilling. It's, it is one achievement to the next. And that's when the goalpost kind of shifted going, well, this is meaningless. Getting achievements to, to, to list under my, you know, on my tombstone is meaningless. What has meaning? And for me, it was it, it, every scenario. I remember lying in bed one weekend and I was like, what, what actually gives me meaning? When are the most meaningful times in my life? And it was whenever it involved contribution, helping others. And that's when the goalpost shifted for me because instead of it, what title can I get, me, 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 it, it, it was who can I help? How can I share my gifts to help other people? And so now my achievements are in terms of um, if I aim to help this many people, that, that is me achieving now. That's my new goalpost. Mm-hmm. And how did that how did that switch happen for you? Was this was, was there like an integral moment which you remember being sort of the trigger? Like not I don't think no, I would say no. The definitely lying in bed that weekend, really just spending hours, and I mean hours, I didn't get out of bed. I was just thinking, well, what about this? What about this? What do you want to do with the rest of your life? Uh, is it, what if it looks like this? And I'm I would visualize it and be like, yeah, that feels good and that feels bad and that was the moment it really kind of got sealed in. But obviously, as human beings, we get distracted, we do other things, my focus shifted. Maybe I did spend some time in the gym building my biceps and kind of lose track of the mission. But that was the, that was the major shift that started the snowball. And as each day passes, it, it becomes more and more clear that um, in order to, for, for me to feel fulfillment, it, it involves other people. And even recently, I've made adjustments to my business that uh, make it less about me and more about others. Yeah, yeah. And when, when, when you do get clients on board, when they come to you for training and to work with you, do you feel like there's kind of like, um, not, a, not, a, not a common scheme as such, but, but yeah, do you feel like there, um, there are a few things which are common between them in terms of that thing that they're looking for, the thing that they're missing, which you're able to then, you know, give them that sense of direction and, and, and help them just get more aligned, I guess, with their, with their goals. Yeah. There are two kind of 
types of people that stick out. There are the people that are really lost and confused. They don't know their passion or purpose and they want some guidance and some direction. And then there are the people that know what they want. They're hungry. They just want like the, the extra five, 10, 1% sort of fire cracker up their ass, which is what I help them with, which is getting rid of these tiny bits of internal conflict or internal resistance so that, you know, they go all the way. So even people like Olympic athletes, I'm currently working with an Olympic athlete already at the top of sports. And I was on a coaching call with her two nights ago and still just fine tuning. And, and we're still making progress even at the top level. So definitely two types of people. Um, the ones that are hungry for it are, are the most enjoyable to work with because you give them homework, they do it. But we, you give homework to someone who's, who kind of is unmotivated or doesn't have passion, they don't do it. And so it's very, 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 very slow progress. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is it about, because you mentioned athletes, but I know, I, I mean, can't be generic and speak for all athletes, but we know, <laughs> we know that like the athlete mindset is something we're all kind of like, you know, we're always in awe. You read a quote by an athlete and you're just like, wow, you know, they're so driven. And we, we always hear about them. Obviously it's sensationalized in the media and, you know, it's got that extra exposure as well. But there definitely is something special about the, the mindset that they hone, right? There's, some, there's mm -hmm. certain qualities which, um, for an everyday person, it looks like those qualities are really out of reach. But, but mm -hmm. what is that? What is that like special sauce? Yeah, that's a really great question. Look, I've never broken it down, but I'll do a good job of it right now. I think without question, they have a goal. They have something they're working towards. If you don't have a goal in life, you've got, you're literally going to be like a headless chook. You're going to just be, be blowing around like a dandelion in the wind. Now that doesn't mean that sort of, if you're too rigid, that can also be a problem, but having direction, having intent, having a goal is crucial. It's not very often you hop in your car without needing to go somewhere. You, you, you want to go somewhere. So you hop in your car and you go there. Athletes definitely have that. The other thing I would say is, they, they enjoy what they're doing. Like being, when you're exercising, you're releasing chemicals into the body and you, you're getting out of your head, which is huge for everybody to get out of their overthinking monkey brain into their body. So you're actually feeling good. You've got something you're working towards. It's an enjoyable feeling. Um, and you're not overthinking or stuck in your head. All of these things stack and I would say all of them together make the athlete, um, what would I call it? Just a more, uh, you say people look up to them, like kind of that's, and it's kind of true. If you do, if you're healthy, if you're fit, you're going to have a clear mind because you're not stuck in your head. Once you've got a clear goal, again, you've got clarity, you know, your direction, you know, where you're heading. So when an athlete, does their thing everybody looks up to them like wow they're amazing it really is just about one being clear on what you want and then enjoying the process of doing it and that's the same in business though if you've got a real high performer in business they know what they want they don't overthink things they love what they're doing it, it's 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 a passion it, it flows out of them they are inspired to do it they want to do it the action isn't laborious so 
as far as an athlete goes, I, don't, I, I think when you know what you want and when it's, when it's the process is enjoyable, I don't think it's hard to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. Discipline is a problem when there is something else that is more enjoyable or more enticing than the thing you want. That's when you need to use discipline. It's like, I want that, but that cheesecake looks really good. And that, that's hard. But when you're so focused and enjoy what you do, you don't even you don't even need to be that disciplined. That's true. It's, it's automatic. Yeah, yeah, very true. And in terms of your, tell us a little bit about your Amplify Amplify Your Growth uh, program, because and when people come to you, is it? Uh, do you feel like it's people who do who do have that that clear end goal at least to begin with as a foundation point, or do you feel like it's kind of people? It, it's more people who are just like, I have no idea what I want to do, where I want to go, or are you dealing with both? De- definitely dealing with both. Definitely dealing with both. Um, so Amplify Your Growth, it's a 12-month membership, and in those 12 months, it is, it is, it is the most intense personal development program on the planet. It is, it is focus, it's not focused on anything outside of us, really. It's focused on who we're showing up as, as a person, which dictates everything else anyway so over the 12 months we have three three day they're called immersion adventures it's immersion coaching and we usually go out on adventures so it's a combination of physical activity plus uh mental activity and and spiritual activity uh right now they're happening online we've got one coming up it is going to be so much fun we're going to have this phenomenal three days online i've got all this fun stuff planned um, so we do three of those a year. We do three water fasts a year. So you only drink water, no food. We've got different ability levels, which helps people fast track their health. Um, it's a bit of a spiritual process as well. Helps with any, uh, with your, with your relationship with food. They have access over the 12 months to my personal spirituality coach. So they get free calls with them. We have a weekly coaching call as a group where we run over mindset stuff and frameworks uh, and they've got access to all these online resources where they actually build themselves a it's, it's a it's called a book of life it is like a bible for them and the principles for them to live their best life so it is an incredible 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 12 months of growth and personal development Wow, that 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 sounds intense, but really, really interesting. <laughs> um, you 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 talk about like, about purpose, and you know sometimes coming across difficulties like that journey in itself. Um, even potentially talking about like amplify your growth, the program that you just spoke about. I mean, it being pretty intense, and it can be painful, right? When you're undergoing change, and when you you want to grow and experience growth. Um, was there ever a period for you where you struggled with that? Because it just seems you were so, you, it just seems you're so disciplined and naturally disciplined as well. And you've had that from very early on in your career as well. Um, but do you recall a time where perhaps you struggled with that and what that was like comparatively? Yeah. Look, I don't think the struggles ever end. They just change. And I think, obviously problems never end. They just, the quality of your problems get better. For myself personally, I, I think having that from the military, being very disciplined, having a very strong ego was a, was, is a huge problem in itself. And to, 
get out of my own way being so egotistical when i was you know bodybuilding it was all about me and my body and looking good and i thought i was the best that has strengths and it helped me win and do well but it, it also has a huge hole which was hard for me to admit i was wrong uh when it came to being vulnerable and personal development you have to be vulnerable because if you pretend you don't have a problem guess what you can't ever fix it so admitting I had problems and then going through the process of working on them, spending tens of thousands of dollars on training and courses, um, you know, broke me down, physical tears, crying. The amount of crying I've done in the last five years of my, my real hardcore personal development journey, probably the last three years, lots, lots of letting go of who I used to be and who I thought I was and any limitations that I had put myself in. And even up until recently, a few, a few, uh, maybe a month ago, I, I said to you at the start of this, like even my business has taken a new direction because I want to serve more. That came after a breakdown. You know, there was a part of me that felt out of alignment and I, I journaled and I wrote for two days. I just, on paper, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I just kept writing, writing, writing. Where are these feelings coming from? What's this in regards to? Why am I feeling this way? What's causing it? And I just came to the root cause of, of I'm not in my purpose. I'm doing great. My business is thriving. I'm fit. I'm healthy. But deep, deep down, I am not showing up and doing the things I really should be doing. And I cried. I just cried and I fell in a heap. And I was just like, because what I had to do scared me. I had to go, I, you know, I, I got rid of my business coach i fired half of my team in my business and all of this stuff i was putting off through fear and once i you know had that breakdown i just said to myself i need to do this otherwise i'm going to get sick something's going to happen so i did it I, I i literally cut over half of the team gone and i just i sat and my pen and paper sits down in my kitchen and i just drew like what do i want my life to look like and i do this with my people, every three months, we go back to the drawing board and we're just staying on top of, are we happy? Are we doing the things we love? And I hadn't done it for a long time and it, it just all came out. I did it. I'm back in alignment now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy and it hurts, but it is without question the most rewarding process because the relief afterwards, you, you think, about, think about an onion and it's just got layers and layers and layers. You know, years ago, the first layers came off of my identity, my ego, who I thought I was. And then more layers, more layers. But with each layer, you get lighter and feel freer. And that just continues, continues until, you know, you reach enlightenment, which will probably never happen in my, you know, my lifetime. I, whatever. I don't really, don't really care. But as long as I can just being the best version of me and be, be honest when something isn't right, peel back another layer, get closer each time I feel more fulfilled, more whole. Um, yeah. So it is very rewarding as a process when you're doing the work. Yeah, for sure. No, I absolutely agree with you. And um, yeah, there, there's so much, there's so much beautiful moments on the other side of that fear and growth. And um, it, it is amazing when you're looking back with hindsight, for sure, not at the time so much. Um, but um Another question I wanted to ask you was that 
you know, doing the work, working with a coach, um, being aligned, finding out what your goals are, it all almost sometimes takes for granted the fact that we have this control over everything. And as we saw also in 2020, like it's, it's just been a, it was a surreal year and, uh, you know, our plans didn't necessarily uh, happen and come into fruition because everything was thrown off. So obviously there's a, there's a certain degree which is in our control and there's a certain degree which is out of our control. And I know a lot of people have struggled with just that sudden, uh, oh my God, you know, this was my plan. Now what do I do? Um, in these kind of situations, what, what was the personal, um, if there was any kind of personal struggle for you during this time, what was that? And also what can we do better in these kind of situations where really we are thrown off? Yeah, I just want to say that there's no such thing as balance. As in, you can't just leave something and expect it to stay balanced. Balance is a constant act of going from one side to another. If you're riding a bike, balance is, you're actually, you're doing the balancing. You're not, you are not balanced. The same with um, any any type of balance, it is, a, it is a process. So if you, if you, if you're, you said people kind of get confused. It's like you, you need to balance working with resting always. And that can be hard, especially for entrepreneurs. You need to balance, you know, time in your relationship with time to yourself. And it, it, you need to be conscious daily, moment by moment. Am I in balance? Am I in balance? Because what happens is people become unconscious, which means they're unaware and they lose balance straight away. And most people go throughout their whole lives out of balance. Literally, when we get sick, dis-ease, disease, okay, dis-ease within the body, is we're, it means we're out of homeostasis, we're out of balance. And so moment by moment, we need to be checking in and asking ourselves, am I... Am I balanced right now? Yes, no. And I do it all the time, driving. Am I balanced? And you can tell just by looking at your emotions, how do I feel? Emotions are the, are the signposts towards uh, resistance or, or, or things out of alignment within the body. I just wanted to add that in. But as far as, as being able to pivot, so again, it's a di dichotomy we have to balance. We want to be laser focused, and this is our goal, but... Think about a, a wooden board. It's good because it's hard, but it's bad because you can snap it. As, as opposed to water, which is, have you heard Bruce Lee saying, be like water, my friend? Mm -hmm. So water it has the power to smash through pretty much anything, cut through steel if it's got the right pressure, but it's also soft and malleable. And as humans, we have to be like that moment to moment. In this moment, is the plan I have the best plan? No. Okay. What's the best plan? Change. For me, I had to shift my, my whole business because I, I was literally in Bali getting ready for this retreat. And we were about three days away from people flying in for this, these three days of crazy adventure. And then we had three days off. Then we had another three days of crazy adventure. And we were literally about to go, yep, we're doing it. And Corona hit and we had to, to cut it off. And from that moment, I had to just make radical adjustments to take everything online and pivot it. So it is a moment by moment process in all areas of our life, including business. And I think that's why 
you know, a recession proof business or a business of the future needs to be light, needs to be dynamic, needs to have um, contracts, systems, structures in place that allows it to move with the times because times are moving quick. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. It certainly is. Um, you mentioned also spiritual coaching. So how has that been like an additional thing? How have you found that beneficial? Because uh, I know it's more common that people have coaches for their careers or, you know, um, wealth and, you know, that area of, of our lives, which I know you, you work in as well. But in terms of spiritual coaching, what have some of the lessons been, some of the core lessons been that you've learned? Yeah. So I think I get coached spiritually because I learned lessons. I don't think I went, I need to learn some, you know what I mean? So as far as getting lessons from spiritual coaching has gone, it's been around more self-acceptance. That's what the lessons through my spirituality coach has been and embodying more of my feminine as opposed to just being this military focus driven. It's more, in a state of being and allowing things to happen. So that's what I've personally got out of it. But spirituality is, if you deny, I'm, I'm amazed that people can still try to deny that spirituality doesn't play a part in their life. Um, we're made of energy. And when I say spirituality, it's not religion. I'm mm. talking about, and there's, there's nothing wrong with religion, do what you want. But when I say spirituality, I mean understanding the etherical world, understanding the world of the non-physical, understanding that this three-dimensional world is actually made of something even deeper. These particles are made, you know, this matter is made of energy. It's made from 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 waves vibrating frequencies and that's what i mean by spirituality understand that this 3d there's more to it than this 3d world and because energy governs physical so it's not the other way around because energy governs physical it makes sense to me that we understand energy because if we can work with the energy then we can change the physical and if you think even in you i'm sure anybody listening you've heard of the law of attraction or manifesting and all these woo woo words but you think about it before you can hold something in your hand you know in terms of creating it you first need to hold it in your mind every the, the chair i'm sitting on was once an idea in someone's head the technology we're using was once an idea it started in a world that you cannot you know, you cannot touch. And so this world of, of, of thought, this world of energy, this world of um, quantum physics, if you want to look at it from a scientific standpoint, science is catching up now to what spirituality has been forever because it's just always existed. So when we understand that, and for the science geeks out there, cool, when we understand quantum physics, not that it's understandable, but you get the idea of it, then you can start to play in this world of it, it's where physical meets non-physical. And that learning that, these are the benefits. If anybody's interested, one, you'll get healthier than you have ever been in your life. When you realize that it is energy it, and thoughts create a vibration, when it is, when it is energy that 
creates the health of your body. And I have seen with my own eyes miracles that people would call the miracles occur, but I'm talking about regularly, regularly occur through people meditating. I have witnessed what is possible by thought alone. And so when people learn that and get incredibly healthy, when people learn about the, you know, maybe the fifth dimension, when people learn about the spiritual realm, your life can't have, can't have an extended meaning beyond yourself if you are missing that spirituality. So when people get sick or when people don't have a purpose, do you know what the, the most common theme is with people without a purpose is they're missing spirituality in their life. They've got no guiding compass of, of they don't have a North star. So it changed, you know, I read one book, it was the power of now. That's when I dissociated from myself for the first time. That's when I went, wait a minute, I'm not me. I'm, I'm, you know, my name, John Templeton, that that's just, that's just a name. My physical body isn't me. And I started to go, well, then who am I? And then I was able to watch my own thoughts. And that's when you start to play in this world. And that's when you start to gain power over um, this, this, this physical world and this physical, you know, body, you could say. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I am fascinated by it for sure myself. I'm a big fan of uh, Joe Dispenza's work as well. Um, so I, I, you highlighted, obviously, thoughts become things as well. But for you, on a daily basis then, because this is, you know, something we, we still continually struggle with, even if, um, you know, we, we reach that point where we're super um, educated about, about energy and, you know, we, we know all of this stuff, but sometimes, like, practicing it and actually implementing it is, is challenging. So is there something that you do, you know, when you do get a negative thought, when, you know, just to change that state of being at that point of time, sometimes we can't always go into a, a, a safe space or room and meditate. So what is like your go-to? It depends how, how, I want to call it stressed. It depends how deep I go into this bad state. There's a couple of go-to things. So first off, breathing. Your, your, your nervous system, your breath can control your nervous system, okay? So obviously, if someone is stressed or fired up, it's, it's like faster and shallower breathing. Like, <laughs> And then the opposite, and so that's your sympathetic nervous system switched on. If you slow it down, deeper breaths, longer, you can switch your nervous system back into a parasympathetic state. So sometimes I'll breathe. Um, just breathe into my, even, it doesn't have to be your belly, just even breathe into where my heart is. I'll just breathe and I'll allow for that switch to happen. Because once you've got chemicals of frustration or stress in you, it's very hard to think your way out of it. You just, you're going to have a hard time thinking because, you know, if you're angry, a little thing is going to piss you off. <laughs> and that same thing, if you're in a really good mood, that same thing you wouldn't even flinch at. So trying to think when we're got when we're under stress is not not that great. What we really need to do is work with our physiology. So breathing is great. If I'm really struggling, I'll just I'll put myself in an environment where I'm distracted with you know a healthy environment. So I'll ring up my friends. Hey, do you want to go to the gym? Do you want to go play basketball? So it just you know it takes your mind off it. Your physiology changes, and then the thing that was a problem is no longer a problem. So we can intentionally get ourselves out of it but really 
the most powerful thing we can do is start our day in a positive state so that any little things don't, don't trigger us. Because once that snowball starts and we're triggered and we have shitty thoughts, more shitty things happen, it just goes on and on. Whereas if we can start, I call it an appreciative state. If we can start with appreciation. So each morning I'll appreciate someone, anyone. And I'll just appreciate, it could even be someone that I, I, I generally wouldn't hang out with, but I will intentionally find something I can appreciate about them. I will, I will appreciate some thing. So someone, something, and then I will appreciate something about myself. So I'm, I'm starting the day pretty much loving the world, loving my life and moving on from there. Yeah. I, this is, this is also why I think, oh, I don't know if the word, I might find a new word for it, but I say spirituality is important because there are times in our lives where we just have to have faith and trust because we don't know what's around the corner and fear can take over, especially when we're feeling uncertain about something. We, the only way that we can move forward, otherwise we'll become paralyzed is through just trusting just, you know, some people would call it hoping. I, I don't use that word, having faith, having faith that you're going to be okay. And so that I have a mantra, which, you know, when I'm struggling, sometimes I use, which is I'm grateful for, I have trust and faith in the grace of God. And now the word God is probably out of context because I don't, I, I'm not like, I've never read the Bible or been into that. What I mean by God, I mean something greater than me, the quantum field, the source energy, the collective, just something. I'm trusting in something other than me. And just that mantra alone has been amazing. You know, sometimes I speak in front of 4,000 people and you can get nervous and I just have faith and I go through that mantra and that, you know, that twice in my life, I would say has really saved me from the pits of the pits of despair. Um, so yeah. 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 I think till date for you, what has been the most um, fulfilling experience that you've had and, and how, how are you navigated by that? Is, is it, Obviously, you you found your purpose in in serving, um, uh, in serving people and in giving back, and also going through this process and you growing yourself in this process. A lot of people are navigated by that peace because they feel like when that peace isn't there, you know, there's chaos going on. Um, and certain people are obviously navigated just by that passion of just doing what they love every day. Is there something for you? I'm gonna answer this in two ways. And I don't know, you choose the best one, but <laughs> I, I truly believe that filming is an inner knowingness that your, the work you're doing has meaning. So there are days where I question what I'm doing because it's hard and it hurts and I'm not being rewarded how I thought I would in my dreams and my expectations aren't being met and I'm comparing myself to others and I feel like shit. But deep down, I'm like, wait a minute. It's not going to happen overnight. Keep going. You're doing good things. You're going to help lots of people. And in that moment, I'm like, I get fulfilled because I'm like, that's, I'm, I'm choosing this. I literally have created my whole fucking life and I've chosen this. And the sacrifices I've made have been choices. I was like, you're one lucky man. You are one lucky son of a bitch because you're doing exactly what you want to be doing. And in that moment, 
I will feel, although sometimes in a shitty state, I'll feel fulfilled. I'm like, not many people actually get to do, like live this, this dream that, you know, I have created. So that's one, I really believe that it doesn't matter if you're happy or sad or whatever, if you're on purpose, you can tune into fulfillment as a feeling. And the other time is the most simple, simple stuff. Like I remember going to the beach and just jumping in the ocean by myself. And I just had this wave of energy come through me. Like this is, this right here is life. Like this, I'm, I was just experiencing every bit of life in that moment. There's been times I've just watched a sunset and just felt life coming through me. So I think, I think, I think that's more joy. Joy is just found in those such beautiful, innocent, simple um, moments. I think right now where I'm at in my life and Hey, I'm no guru, but I feel like fulfillment is deeper. uh, A feeling of being on purpose and, and, and doing something meaningful. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I think you've highlighted just how important gratitude is. Because if you don't, if you're not aware and grateful for these moments, you can, you can miss them just as easily. So um, it was so brilliant chatting to you, John. Thank you so much for taking time out and sharing a little bit about what you do and your journey. Anissa, thank you so much. I, you know, I hope for anybody that hears this, get something out of it. Um, and my biggest thing for anyone is just, just, do the thing that you love, regardless of what anyone says. And within that, you will find your, you will find your, your life. That is where it lies. It's in you having a good time. Thank you, John. Thank you so much. Well, that was the end of another episode on Unplug with Annie. I hope you tune in next week when I talk to another exceptional guest as usual, every Sunday, we're continuing the series of purpose and I hope it thoroughly, thoroughly speaks to you. It affects you. I hope you're inspired to share the message with someone and I hope that you have already subscribed to the podcast. If not, please go to www.unplugannie.com and you can find all the podcast links as well as other links and articles which may be of interest to you. You can also subscribe and receive the weekly email newsletter to your inbox and be part of the family in a more active way. Until next week.